Welcome to the Ladies Power Lunch Podcast with Dr. Davia Shepard, a resource for women in business, presenting a wide range of topics exploring professional growth and personal development. And now, Dr. Davia Shepard. Welcome, everybody, to Ladies Power Lunch. And no, I'm not Dr. Davia. I am Wendy Lee with Leadership Revolution, although we are kindred sister spirits. So, it's one in the same. And I absolutely love Ladies Power Lunch. I met Dr. Davia a couple of years ago. And when I found out she had this awesome group that just supports, all we do is support each other. I was like, yes, sign me up for that. So today we've got a very special show. And I'm so excited to get to know more of and get information on Jenny Harkle Road. She is our guest speaker today. And she is the owner and founder of Balanced You. Before we jump all the way in, though, we also have Anne-Marie on today. So Anne-Marie, I'd like for you to just pop up, say hi, tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into the meat and potatoes of today. Hello, everyone. Anne-Marie Sarotnik of AG Design. I'm a freelance graphic designer. And so I work with clients. I specialize in logo design as well as print and web collateral a digital graphics as well. So thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for being here. And uh, we'll have a little bit of give and take. So pop on when you feel like it. For those of you that may not know, I know everybody, most people know Elizabeth Hill, her logo, Anne-Marie made. So this is how we support each other in this group. So let's just jump in. So again, Wendy Lee with Leadership Revolution and myself, I'm a transformational life coach a newly published best-selling author through the collaboration, Be the Beacon. I'm a singer. I'm a yogi. I'm a pet lover. And just life has been really turning out some interesting things lately. And I'm so happy to be speaking with Jenny today because Jenny, I went and looked a little bit on your website and I'm like, oh, we are two peas in a pod. A couple of words came up. Um, transformation and like really envisioning our life differently. So I'm so interested and curious to know more about Jenny. And um, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Awesome. Well, thanks so much for having me today here. You know, my background is uh, I was a real estate agent here in San Diego for many years. I had a big real estate team. We were producing double digits in the millions I had the houses, the cars, the travel, all that fun stuff. But my greatest claim to fame always is my four amazing kids and my sweet husband. My kids are now 24, 21, 18, and 15. And I've been married to my sweet husband for 26 years. So the interesting thing was, you know, what I do today balanced you is a whole lot different than real estate. So how did I go from real estate to transformation? And what happened to me was on August 10th of 2013, I was standing on this mountain ledge and my husband very innocently said, if I was young and in shape, I would jump off of here. And my pride got the better of me. I thought, well, I'm young and in shape. I go to the gym every day. And I jumped off this ledge. And when I landed on the rock below, I heard this crunch in my back and I couldn't move. And he came down, our friends came and they tried to get me up. They couldn't, they ended up calling 911. 911 sent in a ground crew. When the ground crew couldn't get me up, they called Life Flight. 
and life flight ended up coming and zip lining me up to a hovering helicopter, taking me to the hospital, telling me that I had broken my back. So when you break your back, you get some thinking time, right? (laughs) I thought, oh my gosh, like I need to fix my life because I'm putting on a show for everybody to see. Everybody thinks my life is so amazing because I married my high school sweetheart. We have these four beautiful kids. We live in the big fancy custom home. We, you know, jet set around like it looks perfect. But on the inside, it wasn't that happy. And the reason there were several reasons. One is I suffered with chronic physical pain for my entire life. And it was just normal for me to take 30 ibuprofen a day and put on a happy face and pretend I was fine when I wasn't because I didn't know what else to do, right? I didn't want to mope around. I didn't want to be disabled. And this was wanted... even, before, even before the accident, you even were experiencing pain. Yeah, even before the accident. And then now I'm bedridden, right? So, so how do I fix my body problems? My marriage, well, you know, I told everybody it was amazing, but that was not true. It was not amazing at all. Actually, you know, after a year or two, I was ready to be out of it. And now it had been 20 years and I was still in there. And so it was just unhappy and I didn't know how to fix it. And I would read books and we'd see a therapist and we'd try harder. And it was just, you know, I just, how come my life doesn't feel good? I have all this stuff. And I even had a good spiritual background. So I had a solid foundation there and I just couldn't figure out what is missing. Why do I keep looking in the mirror trying to convince myself that I'm happy and healthy and terrific, but I'm not. How do I get to that place? Mm. Like, what is the secret? But first I have to fix my back, right? So I went to work to fix my back. And uh, when that didn't work after all sorts of natural methods and unnatural methods, like major surgery, I've got rods Mm. and screws and a synthetic disc in my back. I met this medical doctor who told me, you know, you can reprogram your mind and get out of pain. And I was like, what? It's not my mind. It's my back. Like I broke my back. Interesting. Right. And that took me on a path of uh, transforming, transforming my mind and literally transforming my life. And so we can get into that today, but that's how I got here was through my own struggle. It's just so amazing to me that we can be in this pain, whatever it is, emotional pain, traumatic pain, body pain. And we get so accustomed to it that we don't even realize like at the level. I'm curious if you'll go back a little bit in your story, when you talked about that you're laying in bed, right? And that that exact moment when something came through your mind and said, something has to be different. Because there's always that kind of that transformation, that that moment, that peak or that valley that happens that kind of then gets the wheels going. Tell us a little bit more about like what what was really going through your head at that very moment? Well, I just wanted a solution. You know, I was tired of faking it till I made it because I wasn't making it. I was just faking it (laughs) for decades. Right. And everybody thought I had this amazing life and I did, but it didn't feel amazing. So there was like this internal disconnect that I couldn't figure out. And really, I still didn't figure out, figure it out for quite a while. It was the chronic pain that ended up being my solution because it was like my body was trying to tell me something with this pain and I wasn't getting it. 
right? So if the pain would have just gone away, I would have gone back to the same old thing, the same old real estate, the same old putting on a happy face, the same old stuff. But because the pain persisted and persisted and persisted and persisted, I had to figure out what is causing this pain. It's like if an alarm clock rings and you just press snooze, well, then it rings again. And if you press snooze again, it rings again. And it's like, what's wrong with this alarm clock? Well, maybe it's not the alarm clock. (laughs) Maybe it's the user. And it's so amazing because all of the answers we carry in our soul, in our body through that. And it tries to get our attention throughout whatever that time span is, right? So same with you. It was probably a 20-year span. I think most people have some sort of crescendo at the end of whatever time frame. But it's like it starts off as a little whisper. And you kind of know it's there, but you're like, I don't really want to pay attention to that. And then it gets louder. And then it seems like there's something enormous that has to happen to finally get our attention. And that sounds like that was something that happened to you. So take us through a little bit with um, getting to the point where you see this doctor that says, like, it to me, it sounds like the aha moment, right? It's your mind, right? That mind-body connection. Walk us through a little bit. I'm really curious about, because for some people that could seem so far-fetched when we're used to being in it for so long. What was it about that experience that really got you to say, okay, I'm going to give this a try and lean into it? Yeah. Well, number one, I was desperate. I couldn't even sit in a chair after almost three years after this accident. And I am this go-getter kind of girl. My husband would come home from work and I'd be crying and he'd say, what's wrong? And I said, all I could do is lay here on the couch and watch daytime TV. And he says, that sounds like a dream. And I said, that is a nightmare. (laughs) Right. Like I Yeah, the I, watching I, the soap operas and eating bonbons is not very glamorous. Not my thing. It's not my thing. And so, you know, what happened was I was bound and determined to find a solution because the doctors tried everything. I had tried everything, but I knew like I can't live like this. So there has to be some solution. And the doctor said, Well, keep giving you pain pills. Like that's not a solution because even with the pain pills, I still can't sit in a chair. It still doesn't feel good, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I was asking everybody, what do you do for pain? What have you tried? Who have you heard of? Like, where can I go? What can I do? I don't care the price. I don't care the distance. I want to be healed. And like you were saying earlier, the body knows. So I meet this medical doctor who does muscle testing, kinesiology, mm-hmm. and he says, I can do a muscle test with you and your body will tell me why it's hurting. Now, I grew up with a dad who's a chiropractor who did muscle testing. So I totally was cool with muscle testing. I believed in it. I just didn't know you could ask yourself questions with muscle testing. I had seen it more in a, where do you have a subluxation in your spine and your body will, you know, with a muscle test tell you, and then the doctor can fix it and then muscle test and show that it's fixed. But I didn't know you could ask questions and get the answers, right? Which is why I've now trademarked the the body knows because, oh my gosh, the body does know. So this doctor, medical doctor started asking me questions about why I was in pain and muscle testing. And he asked me if it was a structural problem and the muscle test showed it was not. So I could feel with my arm that my body was telling him this is not a structural problem, which made no sense to me because it was my back, that's structural. But I'm like, okay, let's see what else it could be, right? And he muscle tested with me, is it nutritional? 
And I had, I told you I was a go-getter. I had just written a book while laying in bed about nutrition. So I'm like, oh gosh, fingers crossed. I hope it's not nutritional or else I'm going to have to pull my book off of Amazon, right? (laughs) So he muscle tests, it's not nutritional. Okay, good. He muscle tested, is it like just your energy? Like your circuits are wrong, like, you know, something's off. You got a short circuit. No, it wasn't that. And then he muscle tested, is this emotional pain? And it tested super strong. So I could feel my body saying, yes, this back pain is emotional pain. And I was like, that makes no sense at all. This is my back. This is not my emotions, right? And he said, well, you know, tell me about your childhood. And I said, I don't talk about my childhood. And he said, well, tell me about your marriage. And I said, I don't talk about my marriage. And he said, I thought you don't have emotional problems. And I said, I don't. And I started reciting to him my positive affirmations. I'm happy. I'm healthy. I'm terrific. I just can't sit in a chair. I can't, you know, like I'm just in pain. Right. And he said, you're going to have to share some things in order for this to transform because you are emotionally, the pain you have emotionally is causing all this physical pain in your body. And we're going to have to let it go. And so, you know, a case of Costco Kleenex later uh, (laughs) and six sessions with him. I was completely healed. I mean, completely healed. And I couldn't believe what just happened to me. Like the top surgeons in San Diego couldn't fix me. And then this doctor talks to me about my emotions and somehow messes with my mind and I'm healed. What? I became fascinated by what he did. And so much so that I sold my real estate company and I sold my big custom home fired my housekeeper. That was a sad day and took my family. We moved into one of our rentals and I started studying the mind because I thought, oh my gosh, I've been struggling my whole life with pain, with pain pill addiction, with this unhappy marriage, with low self-esteem, putting on a happy face, doing great at making money, doing great at making everybody think my life was amazing, but totally unhappy on the inside. And now I'm like all better. Like my pain is gone. My addiction's gone. My marriage is transformed. My self-esteem is transformed. Like this is like a magic wand. I have to (laughs) tell everybody about this. And so I I did. I started telling everybody about it and studying a lot of processes to reprogram the mind. And then I created my own. It's called Summit Transformation. And I now certify coaches, doctors, healers, other therapists and professionals, moms, anybody who's looking for a method to transform Mm -hmm. their life, I certify them in my work so they can use the process on themselves every day. Just like you work on your physical fitness every day. It's so important to work on your mental fitness every day. What an amazing story and, and an amazing journey for you. And it's such a core thing, right? This emotional bypass that we do, and we all do it. It's a survival mechanism because let's face it, If we had to digest and really understand and deal with things that happened to us growing up in our childhood, because we don't understand it. So we create this story around it. And then we do this little thing to protect it. Because if it all came in at once, it would probably be overwhelming. So it's like, you know, thank you, egoness, for helping us through that. You, you helped us get through it, but at some point, it's like it, we don't need that anymore. And it's so interesting that your actual traumatic thing was your back. 
which no wonder it was your back because you're carrying around all these emotions. It's kind of like that feeling of, you know, I got to lug it all around and emotional pain is deep. It goes down to the marrow and I can totally relate to the case of Kleenex. When I started going to my deep thing, I did all kinds of things. And one of them was with a great person on releasing emotional trauma in the body with massage. And just the first 20 minutes was nothing but crying. And she would just kiss me on my forehead and just, you know, and tighten the blankets around me and wrap me up in it. So I think that it's wonderful. I'm completely familiar with muscle testing, but for people that it might be a new concept or they don't understand what it is, because it sounds like it's really kind of at the core of where that transformation happened for you. Walk us through a little bit about maybe what that might look like. Yeah, absolutely. And it's also at the core of the process that I teach testing. The body knows. So it's like, instead of having to guess what somebody needs or based on their story, it's like you can tap into the answer. So there's two ways to muscle test. There's in-person live muscle testing and there's remote muscle testing. And I watched my dad do both growing up. So basically what he would do as a chiropractor is a patient would come in and he would have them turn away from him and he would run his two fingers down their spine. And with their other arm, they would hold it up and he'd be pressing down on their arm. And when he would get to a disc out of alignment, a subluxation, all of a sudden they couldn't hold up their arm. And so he would know, oh, that's the spot. He would adjust the spot. He would touch it again. All of a sudden they could hold up their arm. Well, maybe then somebody would say, you know, doctor, I've got some stomach pain. What herbal supplements do you have? And he'd say, I have these three, hold this one and I'll press on your arm and see if your body wants that one to help your stomach. It's like you have this knowing that's way below consciousness, way stronger, right? And the muscle test would go down. Okay. You don't need that herb. Hold this one. Oh, your body likes that one. How many do you need? One? No. Two? Yeah. Two a day. Okay. Perfect. So you're going to take two a day. So that's the muscle testing I grew up with. Or my dad's sister would call from out of state and say, you know, I'm having this pain. What can I do? And I would see him doing this little finger lock test. And then he would tell her what to do. And I'm like, dad, what are you doing? (laughs) And basically when you muscle test, you're like, you're sensing the energy from the person, right? And so when you do it remotely, you can also sense people's energy with practice, Mm -hmm. right? And you can use your body as like the, the tool. So it's like, I don't consciously feel the answer, but I, my body can pick it up and I can test remotely. So with this doctor, when he was pressing on my arm, he was just asking me questions And when my arm would stay up, that was a yes for my body, whether I consciously believed it or not. And a lot of times it wasn't. My subconscious knew the real answer or my conscious mind thought something different, right? Or when I work with clients remotely, I do this little finger lock test where I can just pick up their energy signal. Mm -hmm. Are they saying something that's true to them deep down at a cellular level or not? And that helps us figure out what's the problem. Do they not believe in their goal? Do they have a subconscious block to their goal or overcoming their problem? Which process of mind will work to help them correct the issue or achieve the goal? And then we can make sure it worked after we do the process. And then we always set action, right? Because you still have to do the work. But yes. it's like, say, say the goal is in business and your goal is to make 10 calls a day and you're not doing it. Well, why not? 
It's one of two reasons. Either you don't believe you can do it or you have a subconscious block to it. So we clear that up. And then all of a sudden that person, they still have to make their 10 calls a day, but it's easy to do it because there's nothing holding them back. There's no subconscious pulling them the other direction because of lack of belief or a block. Maybe their parents said money was the root of all evil and they don't want that. Even though they want money, it's not okay to have money. So there's this, oh my gosh, I need to clean my desk today and not make my phone calls. I, I love so much the idea for most of us, if we have a problem, whatever it might be, the go-to is I have to figure this out, right? We go right to the, the old brain and we have to figure this out. And to me, what you're doing and bringing to the world is such a beautiful gift because we don't have to figure out anything. Our body knows. I love that you use the word knowing. Bodies know. And then we have to just trust that message. But if we're programmed for so many years not to trust that message, and we live in a society that basically says, we don't even want to know about that message here, take these pills, which is actually going to make you have more pain, but we're going to keep going with that because that's, that's the, that's the way we do it. How do you get somebody from, you know, point of never having this experience to being able to trust and really surrender to that process? I think a lot of it has to do with my process is very scientific. Mm. I've had a couple of brain studies done. So I have a lot of science to show what happens. Our process, it opens the brain bridge, corpus callosum. It forms a whole brain state, which changes the cellular response. So I've got all the science documented out. Every client we work with, we track every goal every session and report the results of every client on our website in a cumulative report. So you can see that our clients say about half of our clients say within a week, they've had a 50% improvement in whatever they were trying to overcome or achieve. I mean, that's huge. Yes. That's not because we're so amazing. It's because they're so amazing. And when they can let go of the story and form the belief, they can tap into their their power and purpose and potential instead of playing small. And isn't that so wonderful because we spend so much time suffering part, mm-hmm. right? We just, we, and we don't even know we're suffering. So what, and that transformation, that really is the miracle because it offers a way of being that was like, you're, you just, you can't think of anything else. And now you have an opportunity for another way. I do muscle testing on all kinds of things. So I'm a huge believer in it. And yes, go muscle testing. And at first I was like, this is kind of weird, but I couldn't deny it. Right. Right. You just cannot deny it. And I love that you also not only have this part, but you know, we're, our brain is still going to be part cohort in this. And to be able to give the brain some facts and figures like Hey, this stuff really works, you know, and then do the body mind connection. What an awesome, awesome modality that can be available for people. So tell me a little bit about like, what would you say if somebody is in a part in their life and they know, right, they're getting, they're starting to get the things, maybe some happen or they're getting the repeated patterns and they're just getting sick and tired of being sick and tired with whatever's going on in their lives. What would you give them as advice for like some absolute things that you want to do for a next step? 
So I think now would be a great time to tell everybody about the 17 second rule. Mm. And you kind of made a little hint to this earlier where you said we try to figure things out. And I had a client recently who came in and she said, I've, I've narrowed down my thinking time from like, I'll ponder something for a weekend to like four hours. <laughs> That's awesome. Now take it to 17 seconds. And she was like, what? And so here's how it works. So a thought is an electrical signal in the brain for 17 seconds. But if you hold on to the thought for more than 17 seconds, it becomes a chemical reaction within your body. So you start to feel equal to the way you're thinking. Well, when you feel equal to the way you're thinking, it attracts stories to prove to yourself that what you're thinking, and if that goes on for more than 68 seconds, which is just over a minute, it literally changes your energy field. And if you know Tesla, he says energy, frequency, vibration, those are the secrets of the universe. That's how you attract and manifest. So if you have a thought that goes on for more than 17 seconds and it's negative, you're literally going to manifest and attract that very thing that you don't want into your life even more. And you'll have all sorts of great stories to back it up. Okay. So the moral of the story is you're not thinking something you don't want for more than 17 seconds, unless you want that in your life. Psychologists say we have 50,000 to 80,000 thousand thoughts per day that about 80% of them are negative and about 90% of them are a repeat of yesterday, which is why today feels a lot like yesterday and the day before, because we go through, you know, like groundhog day, right? Yes. Here's the thing. So you'll notice if you start to stop all these thoughts before 17 seconds hits, this is exhausting because of how many of these thoughts you have all day, every day. And you're just going to be like, oh my gosh, I can't even do this. <laughs> there are so many negative thoughts. It's crazy, right? Which is where my process comes in because then you can reprogram that thought so it doesn't come back again. Mm. And then the next day you reprogram a different thought. So that one doesn't come back again. And we try to get the big ones. We call them like the first domino that get rid of a lot of negative thinking. So pretty soon, like this morning, I was on a phone call and somebody said something and they thought maybe it made me mad that maybe I got offended or something. And they sent me a message and they're like, I hope I didn't just make you mad. And I said, well, good news for you. Nobody can make me mad uh, because I program myself that I don't get mad. I get open, curious. I wonder why somebody said something, but it has nothing to do with me. I don't get offended. Now that's the opposite of how I used to be. I used to have the craziest redhead hot temper. I'd want to kill people, but now not at all. Like I haven't been mad in years. And that's the truth. You can come ask my family. <laughs> Why? Cause I reprogrammed that. I didn't like that. And it's so amazing. I mean, 17 seconds, you know, that means that that ruminating behavior, I like to call my thoughts, big fat liars, because it's just, I just know it's not the truth. So I recognize the thought and then I'm like, that's not the truth. But this has been just a fabulous conversation. I wish we had longer than 30 minutes. Is there any other way that people can find you on social media? Yeah. So Balanced You is my company name. So you can search Balanced You on all social media and I will be there. For anybody listening today, you can grab my freebies at balanceyou.org forward slash free. Uh, one of the things I offer is a free month in my transformation group, which is pretty amazing. We meet on Tuesdays. 
So yeah, go check out the freebies and start learning about how you can program your mind for success and get over anything that's getting in your way and live your very best life. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jenny Harkle-Grove, for being here today. Thank you, Anne-Marie. Thank you, Ladies Power Lunch. Thank you, Dr. Davia. It's been my honor to be the guest host today, Wendy Lee, Leadership Revolution Coaching. And I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Thank you for joining us. Find out more at our website, www.ladiespowerlunch.com. And find us on YouTube at youtube.ladiespowerlunch.com. This is a production of the LPL Podcast Network.